This is Lachlan Rouston. This is Raf Friedman. And you're listening to the fittest podcast in Australia, The Mind Muscle Project. Mind Muscle Project, welcome back to this episode of In the Black. We are going to be talking about all things fitness business today, but specifically the internal mission of a company. And I think this is uh, this is a good one because I've spent some time recently on this and we have spent some time before on this sort of stuff, but nothing has really, uh, really driven at home more than a recent course that I took in developing your mission for the team. And uh, it's interesting. There's a lot of ways you can kind of skin this cat when it comes to the mission of your company. Um, but I think the way that or the framework I was given in this most recent course, probably the best one that I've ever used. Um, so which we will go over it. Uh, we will talk about our mission statement. We'll talk about why it's important. Uh, talk about how it builds the internal culture of a company. Uh, but before we do, we want to talk about some amazing companies. The first one um, is actually, so you guys know obviously that we get coaching off NPE for our fitness business. And I think maybe a lot of you are probably you know, at the stage um, in your life where you, you might be looking to start your own fitness business, but maybe you don't necessarily want to open a gym. Maybe you want to do some online coaching. Maybe you want to do online nutrition. Maybe you want to start a supplement company. I don't know. Maybe you've got lots of ideas. You don't know which one to pull the trigger on. NP has the perfect course for you. It's how to get to your first $10,000. And, and Raf, is it first $10,000 in any sort of time frame, or is yeah, it it's, first? It's getting your business from basically just starting out to $10,000 a month. There you go, to $10,000 a month. So NP have this course for startups, um, for anyone with any sort of fitness business. Generally, they work better with coaching. Uh, so if there's any kind of coaching uh, piece involved, it is more of their area of expertise. But they have the systems, um, they have the operations, they have the marketing, they have the sales systems for you to start any business in the fitness industry. Um, so if you go to the link in the description of this episode, you will be able to click through and apply to join this program. Uh, so it's an amazing program. You should definitely check it out. And look, if there was a program like this when we were starting out, I'll tell you what, <laughs> it would have made a lot fewer mistakes. In fact, maybe we would have not started with so many business partners, yeah. but um, an amazing course, no doubt. So go check that out as well, guys. If you also are struggling to manage your clients, if the software that you're using is not housing everything that you need, it's time to make the switch over to Waterfy now. Obviously, with the coronavirus, COVID-19, the government has enforced stricter policies, at least in Australia, with how you need to register clients coming into your facility, how you need to track them. So it is our recommendation that you use a program like Waterfy with a sign-in system and also a workout tracking system. So if you use both of those things, um, you're going to be much much better off because it's all in one place. It's all consolidated in one area. So you can have clients reserve classes, you can have clients sign in, you can have people go into waiting lists and you can track all the movements within your business. So much more predictable uh, and then just much easier in the long run with setting the schedule and, and keeping your clients organized. Yeah, it's killer. And now with Waterfly Payments, it's gone next level in Australia. You can do partial refunds, you get money like within 24 hours, it's, it's unreal. Absolutely. So guys, go to waterfy.com slash MMP to pick that up. They will transfer you over. So if you're on some, some shit software like MindBody or ZenPlan or anything that just is just clunky and, and broken, it's time to make the switch and they will help you make that transition. Okay. So if you go to waterfy.com slash MMP, their American 
site-based team, so not not their Indian telecommunications team, their, their in-house American team will help you transition it across, even if you're in Australia, if you're in Europe, if you're in America, wherever you are, they will help you with that entire process and they, they make it as easy as possible. Transfer all the data across um, so you don't lose anything. Very excited for that. Okay, cool. So the mission. Raf, when we first got into the mission stuff, uh, I think mission is kind of tied to vision. I think that's they're kind of synonymous, those two those two words in in business. But how would you before we kind of went into this most recent process, how would you have defined the mission of a company? Mm. Of our company, of anyone, of any company. Like, if someone said, "Oh, what are what are, what are the mission statements of companies? What are they for?" How would you best describe what they're used for? Yeah, I think when I really see it in, in two different ways. I usually see there's like an internal way that some people go about it, or more of an external way that some people go about it. So it'll often be like an internal way, which would be like, "Hey, you know, we want to make this much money, or have this many clients at the gym." Um, and it's, it's usually what the owner talks about or maybe what he tells his coaches um, is they're trying to head to with the gym. So it's kind of like an internal goal of the gym in terms of um, how much impact they want to have on people's lives or, or money made. Uh, and then I tend to see companies have like more of an external mission that uh, they would try and like show off to clients or have written up somewhere on the wall, um, which would probably be more, I guess, of like a wishy-washy often type of mission, um, which would just be like, you know, make the world a better place or like um, sometimes just like kind of unrelated a bit like, you know, get rid of all the plastic from the world and then they would like have an environmentally friendly company or something like that um, or just often it would just be, hey, like just be the best in my area, you know, just like the best mm. CrossFit gym in this town. Yep. Yeah. And I think I wanted you to say that because I don't think there really is a wrong or a right answer for what a mission can be. I think it can be whatever you want it to be, whether it's external facing or it's internal facing. It's really up to you. The mission is whatever you make it. Um, so I don't think there's you know a wrong answer here, and I just wanted to say that from the start. It's not to say that what you have now for your mission, if you do have one, is wrong. Um, just how we've gone about it is just I feel like more intuitive now, and and it makes more sense. And so, in by the definition of the course that we just did, the mission statement is basically the internal force that drives your company forward. It's where the leader of the company or the leaders of a company gets up every day and they point in a direction and they say, this is where we're going. This is why we're here and this is what we're doing. And so um, basically in, the, in this particular framework, how a mission statement needs to resonate with everyone is uh, the, the best way to think about it is the difficulty of the task that is required of the mission. So whatever you must overcome in your mission. So if you take your example of get rid of all the plastic in the world, the, the amount of difficulty and the energy that's required to overcome something like that is absolutely immense. And so it's a very powerful mission. A lot of people will get behind it. A lot of people will rally together. Um, and so that is one thing you potentially could think about with your mission statement is if it doesn't feel like it's that powerful or if it doesn't feel like it's that strong, that's okay. But just know that the energy that is required to accomplish that mission it's just kind of like the energy that people will bring to that mission if you're kind of like oh bless you bro if you are if you if you do this mission and it's like hey i just want to be the fifth best crossfit gym in my county the energy that's required to do that is pretty minimal the energy you'll bring to it is pretty minimal the excitement that your staff will have to kind of accomplish that mission be pretty minimal because it's not that difficult. It's not that hard. And so that's kind of what you can expect from yourself. But if you're like, hey, I want to be the best CrossFit gym 
in our state. I want to be the biggest. I want to, I want to be like affiliate of the year, if that's even a thing, in our country. The energy that's required to do that, what people will have to wake up and get to every day, the kind of talent you'll need to hire to achieve that is immense, absolutely immense. And so that's just one thing to think about when you're writing your mission. So we're going to read off our mission uh, and this is one that we, we worked on together. But basically, um, how a mission starts is really uh, with a problem. And that's because no one pays attention until they have, until they have a conflict, right? So, uh, some, some missions are just like, I guess the, the plastic one that you get was good. That's kind of a problem. The world is full of plastic. Um, but some people's missions um, are just like, you know, to uh, create a better world. It's like, well, you haven't really identified a problem. So it's hard to get people, uh, to hook people in, to get people paying attention. So you have to create some kind of conflict to obviously round out the mission and have something that accomplishes. So for us, the first part, which is the problem, is we have, uh, so we've kind of made it a bit more specific to our area. Sydney's career-driven business professionals do not have a credible trusted destination to reliably improve their health and fitness. So... Obviously, we've kind of called out a bit of a location there. We've identified a particular target market and we've kind of talked about very specifically the major problem that they have. And, that, and that's something that has been huge for us. Obviously, we're in one of the biggest, most metropolitan cities or if not the biggest metropolitan city in Australia. And what we're finding is a ton of these particular professionals, people that are very career-driven, that have massive career aspirations and there is many, many, many of them they really don't have a great place to train consistently. There are some good trainers out there, no doubt. There are some good gyms out there, but there isn't a truly credible and trusted destination that they can go to to improve their health and fitness long-term. And so that's really um, what we wanted to create. We're fortunate enough to, to know most of the fitness industry. Uh, it's a pretty tight-knit fitness industry. And yeah, we can safely say that there, there really isn't that out there for those people. And that's what we want to create. So that's the first part of our mission. Um, identifying that conflict. So the mission goes on to say, uh, obviously brings us into it. Creature Fitness exists for career-driven professionals to reclaim peak physical and mental performance. Reclaim because we feel like a lot of people that come to our facility have had or have been fit, have worked out. That's pretty hard to, to come by, to not come by in Sydney is to find someone that's never worked out before and never been in shape. Most people have let their health slip and it was quite good at one point just from the culture of the country. Um, so again, Creature exists for career-driven professionals to reclaim peak physical and mental performance. And then this last part of the mission, um, this is uh, this is just kind of the result, right? This is why we sort of do it. Uh, and that's so they can work harder for longer, make clearer decisions and excel in their careers. So that's really the result that we get when we overcome the problem. So when the, the problem is overcome, this is the result of what we get. We get harder harder workers that work for longer. Uh, they make better decisions, which is obviously really important for them. Uh, everything in life is about making decisions uh, and they excel further in their careers, which is obviously really important to them. So um, that is our whole mission statement. Um, it starts with the problem. It kind of defines a bit of a destination and then it really gives a result or a life after what would happen if we accomplish the mission. And so to build on what I was saying earlier, the energy that is behind something like this, you know, we're not, it's not the craziest mission in the world. We're not trying to, you know, bring self-driving cars to the earth, to planet earth. 
um, but it's not a small mission for a gym. You know, it's a pretty, pretty big task to overcome. And so the the talent that will attract, the coaches that will attract, the people that are involved in helping us with this mission, uh, will have to kind of match the energy that's required to accomplish this mission. Think about it like if you were to go on uh, a mission to, uh, you know, you, you re- recruit the military for a different mission, the special op operations missions like extract this high value target, you know, without killing anyone. You know, you need to recruit the best guys. You need like the best sniper, you need like the best team leader, you need like the best navigator. You need the best of the best, right? For a difficult mission like that. But if it's like, hey, we it's a peacekeeping mission. We need to go out there and we need to hand out masks to the local civilians. You can just send like the rookies and their recruits. You know, it's not that difficult of a mission. So defining how difficult your mission is, how much energy to overcome it, is going to recruit the staff and the kind of energy that the staff comes for this mission. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, taking down Osama. People have been <laughs> ju- like pumped up for that mission. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, what's important is that obviously the mission um, keeps everyone on track. And I think that what's good about the mission is like if people are taking actions every day, employees of the company, and they can you know look up to that mission and be like, oh wow, is this actually contributing to that? It's just a good guiding light. Um, it's just a good thing to kind of refer to, to be like, oh, okay, this is like why we're doing what we're doing and this is, you know, who we're helping and this is what Creature is about. And I think that's really important. How, and this is internal facing. I mean, obviously, you can tell the clients about it as well. Uh, and obviously, this stuff comes from the messaging anyway. Um, but I think it's just really good for the staff to know, everyone that's involved, hey guys, this is what we're doing. And I think the problem with a lot of gyms is they don't have this. And so... People rock up every day and they, they do a good job, they coach a good class, they have fun, but they don't really know where the gym's heading or what it's doing or who they're trying to help because no one, they haven't really defined it. The owner hasn't really defined it. The leaders aren't pointing in the direction of the mission. Um, so this next part I wanted to get into, uh, which kind of builds on top of the mission is uh, identifying key characteristics. So in order to, like we talked about before, uh, if you take the example of the military, if you were to go on a really difficult special operations mission, you would need a set of characteristics for the people you wanted to recruit. Say there's a thousand soldiers out there and it's like, okay, what? who do we need for this mission? We need someone with very specialized skills and you need to list out those skills and we're not going to talk about our skills um, specifically, uh, but you need to identify like three three to four key characteristics of people on that mission and you want to make them as specific as possible to the mission. So, you wouldn't put like, you know, uh, the people have to be kind. The people have to be friendly. Like it's kind of a given, right? You, you want kind people and friendly people in your business. You want trustworthy people. But you may want something like a bit more specific. Like you might be like, okay, we want someone that is uh, has really big energy. So someone that comes in, always you know, brings amazing energy to the company, brings amazing energy to the mission, lifts other people up. That might be something that's more specific to the mission. Um, or, you know, if you want someone that is, you know, if your mission is to, like you said, Raf, you know, get rid of the plastics in the world, you're going to need people that are, you know, highly intelligent and have like a really in-depth understanding of plastic biochemistry or whatever that is, right? So, you might need um, high level of intelligence as part of one of your key characteristics or high level of plastics intelligence. So, you want to make these key characteristics specific. And the reason that you want to identify three or four of them that are important for your mission is because they help you hire help you find the right people. So when someone sits down in front of you, you go, okay, four things, three things, tick, tick, tick. Okay, on to the next stage. But if, they, if they're if they an X on any of those boxes, it might not be the right person. Yeah, and 
you know, it's quite easy, I reckon, to... Not easy, but it's much simpler to get the characteristics of the type of people you need once you have the mission in place. Because um, if, yes. you, if you have, say, more of like an F-45 gym um, or something like that, like you're not trying to give the most scientific type training to your clients, right? It's just a, a fact of the, of the type of gym. Um, you're not really doing PT in that sort of gym. You're only doing big group classes and you're only doing circuits that are, that are quite scalable and, and are more for burning calories. So, you know, probably not on your key characteristics would be like, you know, um, someone that's, you know, extremely interested in the literature on strength conditioning or always trying to upgrade their knowledge on um, some something in strength and conditioning. Because if you get that person, they're probably going to get bored after a certain point or always be trying to fit some um, conjugate cycle into a programming <laughs> that just doesn't make any sense, right? Yeah. But you definitely might want someone in there that's just like crazy motivational. Like that's a characteristic for what you're trying to mm. do, which is like, I don't know, maybe try and be the most motivational, upbeat gym uh, in, in the city. Uh, mm. So... I think, yeah, the process you described of, you know, start with the mission, this is where we're heading, and hey, guys and girls, these are the characteristics you need if we're going to achieve it. It, just, it also just makes sense, you know? You might have a question like, hey, why, why do we need, like, massive energy? Like, what's, what's the point? Well, if we're going to achieve this mission, like, we all got to have this. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's a very, I mean, it's not a pro, uh, like a, a process you can necessarily rush, but once you go through it, it is a very revealing process um, as to like whether the team members you have on board now are a good fit for what your mission is. Um, and that's assuming you get the mission right, which is obviously the first point. And the last thing to round out this episode, um, which is part of the mission, are the critical actions. So once you've uh, established a mission, they establish the key characteristics of the people that you will be required um, or the key characteristics of the people uh, that you're recruiting for the mission, last thing to do is what do they do every day? What are the critical actions? And these really should be uh, things that should be repeated daily if possible, obviously contribute to the mission and they're super clear. Like they, they symbolize the way of life of the company uh, and you don't have to do them with any question. And so uh, for us, uh, we've got three and I would recommend just doing three. And the first critical action, and I've identified this because um, yeah, I don't know. Just for some reason, you'd think it would be obvious uh, with the with what we do in the fitness industry, but tends to not always be the case. Uh, is walk the walk. So eat healthy, prioritize good sleep, and train smart consistently. Um, we've recruited people that don't do that. Uh, they look great, but they don't eat healthy. They don't prioritize their sleep. They stay up late. They uh, don't train. Uh, they and then they they get miserable, right? They get moody. They get unreliable. They get inconsistent with their work. Uh, we have to walk the walk. That is part of what we do. I made the example before, but it'd be like a lawyer that's been sued for malpractice. You know, it's just not doing what. Yeah, well, what, what, what I'll add is like it's actually easy to fall into the trap because you might have someone like, oh, you know, I'm I'm working really hard. I'm like coaching all these classes. Like I haven't trained for days, but it's all good because I've been doing this and this and this and. These sort of critical actions can be good to pull it in line and say, well, um, you know, for us to achieve what we want to do, we, st- we have to train. Like, we still have to be in good shape here. We can't let it all to the side because if we do that ongoing, like you, a client that walks in is not going to care how hard you've been working over the last six months. All they're going to see is that you're out of shape and you're no yeah. longer going to be an inspiration for them when they walk in the gym. Well, like Paul Check said on his episode with us is, eventually your coaching becomes limited because you're no longer authentic because subconsciously you're blocking your coaching ability because you know if you go there they might find out they might find out that yeah you you slack like you don't you don't walk the walk even though you're preaching it uh and so for us it's very important now that's not to say that everyone's a saint that's not to say you can't have bad days and that sort of thing but 
is it a priority for you? Is it number one? Are you truly walking the walk? Because yeah, there are days that I wake up on a Sunday morning and I'm hungover and I'm like, oh, this is not good. But what do I do? I try and get good fuel in. I try and get some sun. I try to stretch. I try to move around. I try to prioritize sleep and get a nap and the next day. And if you're just not doing any of that stuff, for us, you're just not you're not uh, doing the critical actions. Um, so second one we've got here is adding value. And this is, I think, pretty common for a lot of businesses. Uh, but for us, it's checking in with clients and checking in with team members of how you can be of help. Um, there's actually uh, interesting, there's a part of your brain um, that they've noticed when you actually help people, um, you get a massive uh, parasympathetic response and a massive release of like serotonin, oxytocin, dopamine. Um, so it is extremely good for your mental health to step outside yourself and help others. So not only is it a really good thing physiologically for your, your well-being, helping others, um, but it's doing your job, right? It's adding value for people. It's always something that you want to be front of mind with and conscious with uh, because those are the reasons that people stay for those little bits of value that you can deliver to them once a week, once a month, once a year, whatever it is. Um, yeah, small small little things make a huge difference here. And then the final thing is we have update and upgrade, which is update yourself with one new piece of information every day, which allows you to upgrade your craft. And we set, it, we set the bar as low as possible, but it's still important to find one new piece of information every day. Fortunately, we hire people that you know listen to podcasts and follow good people on Instagram and watch YouTube videos and study and read and stuff. So they're kind of always doing that always, but it's important to have it in there. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's one that, you know, you hit all these three things. Obviously, it's, it's been a good day. Um, but yeah, just like getting it out there, encouraging, hey, just because I'm the owner of the gym doesn't mean I'm the only one that has to learn new stuff to keep this thing going. Like everyone's going to be learning new stuff and that's how we all stay excited and we all keep getting better. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, there you go. It's uh, important to have a mission for the reasons that we just mentioned um, and it really keeps the whole company on track. Okay? And I, th- I can't be um, overstated enough is that without the mission, you do end up with a team that is not only not committed to your company, but they lack direction in what they're doing. So spend some time defining it. Remember, start with the problem. What is the main conflict? What is the main issue that you're trying to overcome? then describe what you do and then really set, okay, if we achieve this mission, then what is the result afterwards? So hopefully that was helpful for you guys. We think it's a really important thing for your teams and your your internal uh, operations. So check it all out. Uh, let us know how you go. And if you want some help with the missions, uh, always you can shoot us a DM on Instagram and I can help um, kind of work through some of that stuff because it's really helpful to have someone to kind of bounce these ideas off. Uh, it's a very helpful process. So uh, make sure you check that out. Guys, Thank you so much. Remember today we spoke about two companies. Um, you can go to MPE. Uh, there's a link in the MPE Fitness Coaching. There's a link in the description for anyone who's looking to go startup. So from $0 to $10,000 a month, there is a link there for you if you're looking to start your fitness business. And then as well, if you guys are looking for the best software to run at your facility, it's Wattify at wattify.com slash MMP is where you can find uh, the discount and also the changeover period. Guys, Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We'll speak to you very soon. Thank you, Project, for tuning in again to another episode of the My Muscle Project. Uh, we release an episode every single Monday. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, the My Muscle Project, to stay up to date with everything we're doing. And if you have some time, leave us a review and a five-star rating on iTunes. And don't forget, we have a second show of the week, The After Show. So it's no longer a rest day on Thursdays. If you have any questions for Lachlan and I for that show, head to the MyMuscleProject.com forward slash the after show 
And if you ask a question, we'll, uh, we'll answer it on the show. Thanks again so much, Project, and we'll see you all next week.